clear. Stand by. Stage reset at House Lights. Thanks, team, for another great show. I'll see you all backstage. This is Designed to Change Backstage Conversations. So that was the uh, on stage. Now we're in the backstage. Yeah, here. How do you feel? Good. You know, it's my first podcast, and I thought like, "Ooh, that's going to be how that's going to be." But no, it was it was fun. Absolutely fun to, you know, also think about the questions you asked, and it's sometimes and even this hour here or this part of like hour is this twenty thirty minutes just thinking about these questions helps you know to also think about the future again and think, "Oh yeah, actually that, that I could do." Oh, that's a good question. I should ask myself that question more often. And also, as you said, like uh, in one year, you know, and we come back again, it's like, it's going to be so interesting because it's really, you know, we hoped all for this uh, fall to be better than last fall. And now it seems like we're getting into the same situation. And so I hope in one year we can say, you know, oh, that was an awful time, but now everything's so much better. And, I, you know, we're looking already for the November, I'm hoping for the November meeting for yeah. the Global Spine Congress that we actually can meet surgeons because yeah. not meeting face-to-face, -face, even though we can do a lot online, but not meeting face-to-face -face is actually hard. It's a hardship also on the volunteers we have because one really benefit for them is to meet face-to-face -face and to talk with each other and not just during the meeting and not just business, a lot is personal, a lot is networking, a lot is everything else you can talk about. And that's, that's just, that's gonna, that's not happening at the moment. You know, it, it's just uh, like, if you meet someone online, then you talk about what you need to talk and that's it. Yeah. Um, and then you go away. But in, in the meetings, face to face, you talk with somebody during the meeting, but actually you're looking forward to the either breakfast before the meeting or the dinner after the meeting because then you finally can talk with somebody. It's like the backstage as we do here, right? Yeah. It's yeah. it's really the same. It's like then yeah. you can freely talk about whatever topic you want. And yeah. I think that's what we're missing. And we're an organization where it lives with the people networking. And now we're almost two years in the pandemic. And that's why I'm looking forward to the next year uh, when it's hopefully over or at least less as severe as it is now. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that it's 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 interesting because we've you know we we had lunch a couple two weeks back I think was it two or three weeks back um, because we happened to live in the in the area and um, and this also reminds me of what you're saying about there are different types of conversations in the in the space we're in right now or the space you're in when you are in a 3D environment without mm -hmm. computer screens in between. Uh, just last Friday, I met up with my colleague Rule, and we had, you know, we, we went out for lunch, but we stayed all the way until five, six o'clock in the evening until we had a reservation at a different restaurant for dinner. Uh, and we just ended up talking. It was, it was, no, there was no agenda. There was no, you know, structure, but it was after 17 months of, you know, seeing each other daily, probably on Zoom and, and collaborating and working on projects and things. They are different types of conversations. And it, uh, it does remind me of, um, something that really got me thinking some time back for another podcast I was I was um, I contributed to um, another colleague uh, who's a film filmmaker um, made, made us aware of the fact that 
also in film, there's different ways of storytelling. Um, let me try and explain. So if you're making a 3D film, uh, or which is almost like live theater translated into a 3D environment, um, there's a different sense of danger and a different sense of um, being in the story than mm -hmm. if you're just observing it on a screen together with a number of people. She compared that to uh, as if you're sitting, you know, five meters from a campfire together watching the fire, right? Versus which is like what we're doing right now. Yeah. Right? There's a safe zone in between us, which, which means that we don't sense the danger or the impact mm -hmm. of, of a direct interaction, right? Whilst if you would have a 3D and, a f and, and the fire would be thrown at you, or you would, you, know, you would interact with the fire in a different way, not just being an observer, it creates a very different story. Uh, and and uh, and I think this is something that we've probably re in reverse way have needed to get used to is that we used to be in 3D interacting and rubbing shoulders and and having those conversations like you said over breakfast and lunch and dinner and uh, beyond you know the poster sessions or the actual you know content delivery um, and I think that makes the learning of how we then have different wants and needs from these environments. Um, uh, change us as people as well. So, so I wonder, just a question that I was wondering about, do you feel that in the last 17 months, do you think the culture also has changed? Or is that enough time for the culture to change? Or has it been left intact? Or how do you think that? It's, it's changing. The culture is changing, and I think not in a good way. Um, because issues get even kind of, you cannot solve issues anymore online. Um, things which, you know, were solved within a heartbeat when you meet each other are now some looming somewhere and they're not discussed. And it's hard sometimes to have this, you know, this close personal discussion with somebody online. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of what I realized more and more. And that also the the glue between the people gets lost. Mm -hmm. um it's it's missing it's missing these other topics it's missing the just to sit at the pool together and drink something without even talking you know it's just doing the same thing at the same time in the same place yeah. and that brings people together and it's an experience which brings people together and i just rem remember the last meeting we had with the international board was in india we went all to a a, a boat a houseboat and stay there for night and, you know, and that was one question, you know, should we stay? Should we go back? And then one said, you know what, let's stay because that's a great story to tell when we're back. And now what would you say? Oh, let's stay on the online because, yeah, what? There's nothing, right? Uh, so <laughs> I think exactly these, these common experiences, the mutual experience which you do together, that's missing. And that's putting people together. And, you know, even years after, everybody will talk about this houseboat trip. But nobody talks about the last Zoom meeting we had because it was so fun. Or uh, we've seen only if somebody, you know, something happens within the video screen. Yeah. But yeah. then yeah. then it's posted. So, but that's, you know, but then um, going through Instagram, uh, just I'm learning about Instagram now more and more. It's like, and you look at this, like, it's always the same. It's just, so what? Yeah. It's not my experience. It's, I can watch it, but it's not my experience. So yeah. even if it's kind of replicating something which somebody else does, yeah. it's still not my experience. Yeah. So I think that's what I see the culture changing. And I said, I probably think not to the better of, of it yeah. because 
I think we're just missing this interpersonal discussion, this informal discussion, because it seems like everything is formal now. As soon as you organize a meeting to be on Zoom, it's formal. You have to put a date there, um, and you know. So it's it's already for time. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's, it's formalized yeah. already, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. that you bump into each other. Yeah. And of course, they get they, there's more and more tools who try to replicate this bumping into each other. Yeah. But as long as I need to turn on the computer, is that already a bumping into each other? Is that on purpose or already formalized? I have to open my computer to see somebody, yeah. and then I might bump into him. But it's it's well, also reminds me. I, I was just on a call this morning, so um, preparing for for a conference two weeks down the line, and uh, that's a guy I know well, and. Uh, he was on a beach in Portugal and he and he said, well, I, I couldn't have my computers. I'm just calling you on the phone. And, you know, I could hear uh, and, and I've, I've visited him before. I know his, his daughter and his wife and he's on the beach with his kid. And to me, being comfortable with them, you know, just having a conversation whilst you can hear the people on the sand playing and yeah. doing stuff. And there's a different context. Nobody said that's not OK. Right. But it, it takes almost a level of knowing each other at a different level to be OK with doing that. Right, so he, he almost was apologetic to me. Yeah. About, oh, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't open my Zoom, or you know, I don't have my whatever. So I'm calling you on on the phone. It's almost like what well, we used to call people on the phone without planning exactly. a meeting, right? It's yeah. like you would just pick up a phone and call someone, which I know now, you know, my kids hate doing that. They mm. hate when they're being called on the phone, <laughs> or even calling someone just to make a restaurant reservation. They feel very annoyed because it's unplanned, right? Yeah. And then you mentioned a good point here is like, as soon as you know somebody, it's so way easier to just call them and talk with them or even Zoom with them. Yeah. But, and I think that's a problem which I see now within our organization as well, is like, we've had a change of the governance, change of people, and we haven't met yet. So yeah. since that part, no, like we, we were not able since 2019, I think 2020, we had to change 21. We had, we could not meet with each other. So what's missing is this glue of bringing, and then you can say once everybody knows each other and had a dinner with each other, then there's no question that we meet on Zoom because that, that's, broken. yeah, look, that it's possible and that we can do it. And yeah, that's the only way. So let's do it because we know that we're going to meet again. But yeah. as long as we didn't have this first initial face-to-face -face meeting where people could see and know each other on a different term, it's hard. And I think that's what I realized as well. It's absolutely easy with friends and people I know and even like business partners I know to have a biz have a chat online. Okay. It's really hard with somebody I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, it's the first time we meet. And then to have like this informal Zoom call, um, it's not going to happen. It takes a lot of extra energy that we're not used to tapping into. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think our senses have developed. Um, you know, we like to call it digital dexterity, but it's it's not just the dexterity, but it's also the overcoming the initial inertia of the human contact, right? Mm. Like uh, in German, you would say kennenlernen, which cannot be yep. translated into English. But getting to know someone is is such a basic human need uh, prior to, like you said, developing trust or developing um, uh, maybe the confidence also to just, you know, have unplanned conversations or whatever it might be. So I, th I think we're in a very interesting dynamic of um, um, of wants versus needs. You know, it's one of the chapters in our book where it's not just about putting it on the agenda and claiming the time and talking about it and doing it and knowing how to do it. All of those things are fine, but 
if you've not covered the first needs of getting to know each other prior to really going deep into you know stretch mode of mm -hmm. different kinds of thinking which i know on your boards you have people from you know many different parts of the world and and they may have interacted professionally before but being a board together or being you know, working with staff and working with the different um um uh, actors in that in that theater mm. it, it, it's almost like you know if you haven't practiced if you haven't auditioned if you haven't yeah. <laughs> done the general <laughs> rehearsal how can you deliver the performance with confidence right i Absolutely. think that's, that's part of the challenge yeah. and as you mentioned trust is very important so how can you speak up if you don't know how the others will take it and yeah. some have a different sense of humor some are different back cultural background if you know each other then you can say basically everything and everybody knows how to take it yeah. But in the in the situation where you see the you sell like the first time and you don't know how the others will take it, you're more reluctant to give your opinion, yeah. and I think that's kind of where and also express your needs at that kind, right? You just maybe talk about your wants, but the needs you never gonna ever uh, show discover no. uh, or discover them from my side. So I think it's it's that, that that's the hard part about it, and so um, I hope really that we can overcome this and move soon to a face-to-face -face meeting and at the end you know even if it's a one-on-one face-to-face meeting if i you know and also for me as a director at one point the question is okay is it can i out of switzerland do something so instead of getting everybody together can i meet each of them yeah. and be the conduit between them so that uh, you know they trust me because yeah. they've seen me they know me and I can relay this trust to the others as well and say, yeah, you know, and if I know that he says something, I know that guy might not take it well, I can talk with the other person uh, immediately and then uh, say, oh, you know, he might meant it differently or uh, clarify it. But I can only do that if I have met them all. And uh, But it takes a tremendous amount of effort from you then, right? So you are now the almost the, the conduit on that online frame. Mm -hmm. If you have if you have covered the distance, which reminds me that you know the upcoming COP conference on climate change, the the chair of that conference, uh, even through COVID period, traveled to I think um, a couple of dozen countries, right, to meet face to face with all of the different actors mm -hmm. in preparation to the conference. It's almost what you were describing there, uh, knowing that if that would not happen the likelihood of even getting close to the behavior change that they're designing for in Glasgow, you know, in a couple of months, uh, will probably not be delivered. So all of that yeah. effort could go in vain if you do not pre-invest in the relationship between the key actors, right? So I think it's also making us very conscious of our behaviors, which I think that might be a bit of the silver lining, um, just being more conscious of what it is we don't do or do do uh, because that's ultimately the thing that creates the value, right? It's the, it's the behavior change and knowing which one, which one it is. <laughs> and very often yeah. that's a really hard one to put your finger on. Yes. But I think we're getting closer to the truth. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I really enjoyed our lunch, um, you know, two weeks ago. We always enjoy the interactions with the team. Um, we've exchanged thoughts even before we started writing the book. You were one of the first people we reached out to when Design to Change was, you know, in our heads. Um, and you've seen kind of the change also in how we operate. So I'm uh, very grateful you could join us on the podcast. Um, it's a pleasure. Until we meet again with the team, hopefully um, around the table. We have the anchor one year from today. But um, for now, thank you so much for uh, joining us on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to be here.
You've been hanging out backstage on Design to Change Designer Conversations. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe and share conversations online using hashtag design to change and hashtag event canvas. Want more thought-provoking content like this? Visit designtochange.online to purchase your copy of Design to Change, elevating your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Don't forget it's more than just a book. Experience a hard copy, audio format, video format, and even augmented reality. Experience it in your style and format. Tune into our next episodes and hear from more designers and change makers. Until then, we look forward to our next conversation. 